0: So we're going to do another guided meditation. And the topic is one of what are known as the four Brahma Viharas, if you've not heard that. Brahma is one of the deities in the Indian tradition that the Buddhists recognize. Or even a a level of divine embodiment. Not a divine as in a creator, but a level of very sublime being. And it's sometimes translated as the divine abodes, Brahma-viharas. They're also sometimes called the four immeasurables. And they're four states of mind, states of being that one can contemplate. And the Buddha seems to have taught them frequently. And I'll mention all four, and then we'll do a meditation on one. The four are loving-kindness, compassion, sympathetic joy, and equanimity. And each of these is a tool that one can work with. One can, through instructions, and there are instructions for each of these, develop an intention, a mental state, a state of being that is focused on loving kindness. And there are ways to do it, specific instructions. And you reside in that state, and it has a certain quality to it that is immeasurable if you do it well, and it's kind of like a divine abiding when you do it well. It's it's blissful, it's full, it's open, it's soothing. It's like a massage of your spirit. You can do the same with compassion, which is similar but has a different tone. You can do the same for sympathetic joy, and we'll do some of that today. That's the third. And then the fourth one, equanimity. You can do that as well. And each is a little bit different. It has a slightly different vibrational quality, a different kind of uh, musical note, if you will. And each of these are part of the tool package that Buddhist meditation allows us, and in navigating the issues that arise in the path, mindfulness is just one of the many tools. Yeah, You can think about the Four Noble Truths, you can do a kind of big mind meditation as Amma just did. Big mind, mind is the sky, to release. You can also work with the Brahma Viharas. There are also other practices that we are choosing not to emphasize because there's not enough time, such as devotional practices. You can have taking refuge in the Buddha, having a devotional practice related to one's teacher, having a devotional practice related to one of the Buddhist sort of deities of sorts, the Bodhisattvas, Tara, Avalokiteshvara, Manjushri, one of these. You can have a sort of a visualization practice or you imagine them blessing you and whether they are real or not real, the effect on the mind is real. So all of these practices are helpful. So among the four Brahma Viharas, or the immeasurables, I want to guide us in a meditation right now on sympathetic joy, which in the Sanskrit tradition is mudita, N-U-D-I-T-A, and it's the third of the four immeasurables. So let's get ourselves seated. We'll do this for 15 minutes or so. Some translations of mudita, I don't believe the word mudita has in it the meaning of sympathy. In its actual syllables, but it's implied. So some people translate it as joy, but often it's translated as sympathetic or empathetic joy. Let's settle for a moment with understanding that it's a joyous state of mind. So let's just sit for a moment and get ourselves settled. Settled in our chair grounded in the usual way we are in meditation with a couple of nice slow breaths to bring us back into our bodies. and then to make a gentle intention that we're going to have a meditation now on something called joy, sympathetic joy. It's a different kind of reflection from that on the Four Noble Truths, different from that on big mind. It's like if you're a musician and I don't play music, you have to do different kinds of training in order to play well. You have to practice scales, you have to do all kinds of other things, you know, to train your fingers, and to train your ears, and to train your eyes to read the notes. Or as an athlete, you need to do weight training, and you need to do stretching, and you need to do sprints, and other kinds of things. So also as a meditator, as a practitioner of the Buddhist path, we train ourselves in many ways. So in contemplation we're going to train ourselves now in sympathetic joy. So we set that intention to designate a certain field of cultivation. Something that in the Tibetan tradition is used as preliminary prayers that in a certain energetic way, stands on the opposite end of sympathetic joy, is a kind of remorse for our own negative karma that we've created in the past. That's a reflection one can do. We're not going to do that, but I bring it up. If you were to reflect on negativities that you've accumulated, that you've practiced, harmful things you've done with body, speech, or mind, That could be a recollection, a meditation that has its own power to acknowledge your groundedness in samsara and to develop an intention to become free of such patterns. That's very different meditation from sympathetic joy. Sympathetic joy is to think about goodnesses, to think about the goodness of human beings and to rest in a deep appreciation and gratitude for the presence and the many gifts of those goodnesses. So I think we can start for a moment with a simple note of gratitude for all of our own being here today. Start there for a moment. I'll make a couple of points and then we'll sit just for a minute. Note that we all have the opportunity to be here today. Amma and I have offered to share with you. This space is available to us. We all were able to make the time to get here. We have a lovely space, a lovely group of people. And we all have committed to spending this time together. To learn and to grow. That's a very special thing that we're doing here. Sit for a moment with a little bit of gratitude for what we're doing together and the fact that we're actually able to do it. That in mind and in body and as communities we have the resource, the intelligence, and the willingness to spend time like this and how precious it is with the thought of gratitude. And we can shift our attention to think of the sources of the kinds of teachings and practices that we're learning here today. While we're speaking specifically of the Buddhist tradition and from that tradition, of course, good teachings and practices that free human beings are not limited to Buddhism. But at the moment, thinking only of Buddhist teachings to think of the very wise guidance that the Buddha gave 2,600 years ago in India, the depth and breadth of his teachings that we're able to share together today, and to think of the lineage of beings, monastic and lay, female and male, in Asia and in the West, that have brought these teachings and practices in unbroken lineages down to us today. Think for a moment of how we could not use these ideas and these rich practices here today were it not for the commitment of many people, their deep compassion and energy, and the remarkable insight and wisdom and kindness of the Buddha Himself. Think with an attitude of gratitude and a deep appreciation for the goodness of the beings who have discovered, articulated, and preserved these teachings for us today. And how much better our lives and the world can be due to the presence of these very precious and helpful teachings. And allow that appreciation to uplift your heart. a sense of gladness. We'll expand our reflection now in a related but slightly different direction. To think of goodness in the world, we don't have to limit ourselves to religious or spiritual traditions. Recollect in your mind now the memory of someone you know Who did something kind recently? Someone who did you a favor? Someone who called you? Someone who kindly reminded you of something? Who sent you a card? Who helped you? A neighbor, a friend, a loved one? If you can't think of anything in the immediate recent past, go back a bit. Pick the first thing that comes to your mind as a person who brought a kindness into your life, brought their kindness into your life and then touched you. And just think for a simple moment how beautiful it is that their kindness is there and that it extended to you. how bereft your world would be be without such kindnesses and how blessed it is by them. Reflect on the kindness of one human being and experience a sense of gratitude and of joy that it's been shared with you. My daughter sent me a text last night that said, I love you, Dad. I know amidst the many complications of our world that such a thought is just a simple little bubble on the vast ocean of a complex world. But for the moment, that's what we're reflecting on, those bubbles of joy that come to us. And we experience joy when we reflect on the goodness in the hearts and the minds of living beings that's expressed in their body and in their speech. And there is so much goodness in the world, in the hearts and minds of living beings that's expressed through their speech and in their bodies. Aside from all of the ugliness that you may hear of or may think of or may see on the news, think for a moment, contrary-wise, of the goodness in the hearts of living beings that you know. The goodness of the beings here who sit together wishing to learn and share. The goodness of my daughter who wants me to know that she loves me the kindness of living beings that share their time, their wisdom. Expand your mind now with a selective sense of joy, selected because that's what we're focusing on, not on other things we could zero in on. In order to uplift our own hearts and to train ourselves to reflect on goodness, to allow it to ease and soften and lighten and bring more brightness to our own minds. Reflect for a moment on the generosity, the kindness, and the patience that resides genuinely in the hearts of many and potentially in the hearts of all living beings. And rest in a sense of deep appreciation and joy for the goodness that's in the world, and its impact that's limitless might appreciate sometimes the physical manifestations of a beautiful day with blue sky, bright sun, soft white clouds, green grass, bright flowers. The goodness, the kindness, the wisdom in the minds and hearts of living beings that they share with us are equal sources of joy. let them uplift our hearts as we think about them. Just as we see the beautiful sights and sensations of a day in the natural world around us, let us attend as well in our reflections on the beautiful expressions of love, of generosity, kindness and patience in the field of beings that surround us. And allow those reflections to touch our hearts and uplift them to counter the tendencies we have to dwell on negativities. Both of which are true. But we need to be able to move in both modalities. So here we touch on the goodness And lastly, to think of the deep accomplishments of beings who have transformed themselves through practice, through effort. In the Buddhist tradition, the arhats, the bodhisattvas, the Buddhas, others who are less advanced on the path but have dedicated themselves deeply to transforming themselves away from greed and hatred delusion to manifesting the opposites of generosity, love, and insight. And outside the Buddhist tradition, those who have really cultivated themselves intentionally to be more loving, less greedy, and less hateful. Reflect with a deep sense of gratitude that uplifts our hearts in joy that there are such beings in the world that share with us in communities, in their books, by their presence, and be grateful that this wide world that we live in offers these blessings to us if we only attend to them. And I'll end with a reminder that this reflection on joy and the goodness that beings bring to this world can touch our hearts in a wide variety of ways and uplift them and open them and brighten them. And it can serve as a very powerful antidote to the tendencies our hearts have to feel jealousy, to feel envy at the goodness of others. May our practice of sympathetic joy that the goodness and the accomplishments of others uproot our tendency to feel jealous when we see jealousy arise and envy arise at the goodness of other beings because of our own sense of competitiveness may we learn to replace it with a reflection on the goodness that beings bring into the world and may we rejoice in that May our energy of rejoice support their good work and our own wish that that same goodness increase in ourselves and everywhere.